Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir. Lil Nishmas, Rosenbas, Achachana, Ezra, and Shimon Ben Yitzchak and Mashabas Yitzchak. I'd like to thank profusely, profoundly, Shbachas Kellner, Tully, and Gnendi, and of course little baby Mordechai, for purchasing a new computer for this year. I'd like to thank Mesha Sani for getting his, doing his involvement, his shtadlus, to bring all their brachas to them, the Marbit Tera, but Satera that goes on, that will go Mitzim from this year, inspirations and the learnings that will happen. Schusim should come upon them. They should have everything. Imale Hashem Kol Mishal Sibechem Livchem the table of Racha. Shaduchim Nachas from the children. Aparnasa Barchava. Chule v'chule. Again, this is a new computer, so I'm only experimenting to figure out how to use it. As far as the video is concerned. Hopefully, we will have quality and you'll be able to see and listen to the shear at your own leisurely time, or learning time. Speaking of learning time, <laughs> um, I've told the story before, but in Russia, in the bunkers, they used to hide not in bunkers, in caves, whatever they were, cellars, they sit and learn Teda. They'd come together and they'd squash them together in this cramped place. And someone would say, a shear, whatever it was. Obviously it had to be done in a hidden way because Chas Shalom, you got caught. The ramifications were not great. <coughs> there was one Yid. Not a very big Tamil not a learned person at all, as a matter of fact. And unfortunately, he didn't understand the word they were learning. However, he sought to attend each and every shear. And one day, one of the people that were learning there says to him, Don't understand, Yeznayu. There's no room here. We're barely able to cramp into this place. Pachimu, why are you here? What are you doing here? What are you coming here for? You don't understand the word anyway. <laughs> he looks at them. And he says to them, Slushna, listen to me. I was once in a bar. And I was having a drink or two or three of some good stuff. And um, there was a bunch of hooligans in the bar, revolutionaries. And we were planning a shtickle revolution against the government. And the government found out, and they sent in the Enkevede, or they sent in the police, or whoever they sent in, and they started grabbing each one of the revolutionaries and beating them up. Pastors beating them to a pulp. I happened to be in the same bar at the same time 
I have to clap too. They beat me on the Yechid. Stark. So I said to myself, in America we call this guilty by association. Guilty by association. So, if I was guilty by association because I was together with a crowd of hooligans, then I must be zakai, I must be pure, I must be good association when I'm with a bunch of Yidin that are sitting and learning Tata. So although you're right, I don't understand the word. <coughs> but I'm joining forces with you so that we learn Tata together. So although the, we are not learning, I'm not learning per se, but I'm one of you. And actually, probably, practically speaking, if Chas the government came in and found these people sitting and learning Tata, they wouldn't ask each one, can you understand what you learned? Now they would have killed everybody. And he would have been Besechem. He would have been amongst them. So much so, so much more so, this chusim that you get for it. If Chas would have been killed, I'll give this Hashem. But obviously the fact that he sat and associated with them and sat with them made him one of them and therefore the schusim that he received for it. Sitting in any time. This Shabbos is Shabbos Rish Chedesh. Mazel. What better thing we have Shabbos Rish Chedesh we could have something better. This Shabbos is also Pashas HaChodesh. It's also Pashas Tazria, only, not Mitzayra, together. So Pashas Tazria is going to be lained from the first Sefer Tera, which we will read, we will call up six participants, and within those six participants we will read the entire Torah. In other words, the sixth Aliyah will go till the end of the Pasha. Then they will take out a Sefer Torah, a second Sefer Torah. They want to get out. They'll have it out already. A second Sefer Torah, which we read in Shchedesh, from and then in the third Sefer Torah they will read HaChidosh Hazel Lachem Reish Chadashim for Pashas HaChidosh. So if you keep in count, we're taking out three Sifrei Torah. Not often does that happen. I have no reason to elaborate. And when we take out three Sifrei Torah, the fact is though that it is brought down in Sfarim, and will very likely go around on your WhatsApp, either as a group or as individual. You'll get it from many, many good goody two shoes that want to give you good news. It's brought down in Svarim. It's a special time to daven when the Aram Kedish is open, when they're taking out three Sifritera. It's a special time to daven. When the Aaron Kedish is open, and they take out two Sefer Teta. It's a special time Davin when the Aaron Kedish is open, and they take out one Sefer Teta. And for those that Nebuch are in the of the Yaakov, 
Time in history, the people that just got in the middle of the night and ripped open the Arakadish to Davin to Himishtim. So Arakadish is always a special place to Davin, and then we go back and start again retracting, and so is everywhere else that there is, as long as he is believing in Hashem and Davin to Hashem, every place is good for Tefillah. However, this is a Yem Segula brought down, it's a special occasion. And the tefillahs are elevated that much higher, apparently. And therefore, it's important that every, each and every one of us go to shul, although it's not like Pasha Zacher, where we have to hear the Krizatera for Zacher. But it's an opportunity of a rare, of a rare occasion. And therefore, we should to get to shul, the Shabbos, to Davin when the Arankeli is open as they're going to take out three Sifri Teda. Rabbi believes my shul is a small shul, we only have two. We're going to roll back to the third one that's going to be rolled, or the first one will be rolled to Chedesh Zelachem. So they're not taking out three, they're only taking out two. Is it still counted? Is it still good enough? <laughs> yes. It's a Shabbos that we take out three Sifri Teda. And even if Yeshua only has one Sifri Teda in the Kedish, it's a Shas Skula for Tefillah. It's a time, a special time for Davening. Shabbos Shkedish Bechalal is a beautiful, beautiful thing to have, to be at. We need to remember that in our benching and in our Davening, we add the Yalav Yavai. So in, in addition to, let's say, on Shabbos, we also have to say, Yalav Yavai. Also, the Harachim and Yechad HaShalein is a Chedish Zah. By Davani, by Mairev, also we're going to say, Yalav Yavai. We do not say, Besimcha, we say, Berina. By day, we will Davani, in Shachris, again, we will say Yalav Yavah, we say Halel, we do not say the full Halel, it's only Rishchidosh, we do not say complete Halel and Rishchidosh. <coughs> After Halel, say Shishayim, and they will take out the Sifri Teira, they will lane. Then they dive in Musaf, as every other Shabbos. However, in Musaf, the Shabbos, because the Shabbos is Shchidosh, instead of the regular Musaf, we dive in Musaf at the Yitzarta, which is after Kela Kodesh, the bottom of the line, not on the top of the line, and which we have supplements to Rishchidosh as well. HaChidosh Zelachem Reish Kedoshim Amr Rabbi Yitzchak in the beginning, the first Rashi of Reishis we don't need to start from here we should have started from not from Rejah's Bara but from Achedish Zelachem why do we start from Rejah's Bara Likim the whole history of creation etc Achedish Zelachem is the first mitzvah really in essence that we're given after Mount Teda in a proper way although we have before sorry it's before Mount Teda Although we also have Shabbos, we also have other mitzvahs that are given to us, but the Chedish is the first mitzvah. 
So the Tater should have started with mitzvahs, because that's what Tater is. Tater is Dashan mitzvahs. Commandments, connections to our God. Why start with, why do we not start with Achidish Zalachem? And we answer, we've spoken about at length, back in Chumash Bereshis, about the importance of a person knowing what they come from, what their existence is all about, learning about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about the creation, the creator, learning about how each and everything that we do has to connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. each and everything that we do is part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. the Neshama comes from, etc., etc. We also need to learn about not our illustrious history per se, but we have to live with it, we're going to say in Musaf, the merit of our forefathers <coughs> is mentioned for the children. As a child goes to their father, to their mother, to when they have an issue, when they have a problem, they talk to their parent. And after a person passes away, the child will go to the parent's gravesite to daven and to pray, to ask them to beseech the pan up above for them, to, to intercede for them, for their family, for their children, for whatever it is their needs are, parnasa, health, shidduchim. So we see therefore that there is a very special connection between child and parent, And we learn this from our obvious our forefathers, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. We learn about the first exile of the exile of Mitzrayim. We learn about Neach. <coughs> How Kodesh Baruch had to bring the Mabel to destroy the world. We learn about all these things not as a past history. These are things that are involved with us within our daily life in the way we need to live and as we're going to discuss Pashat Tazriah as well, all the happenings, the discussion, all the dinim and the mitzvahs that I mentioned in Pasha's Tazriya. The most important one that I'd like to begin with. If a person has leprosy, they become impure. Who deems them as impure? Tells us the tale of the Koyen. What happens if the Kayin is an ignoramus and doesn't know how to do it? Do they study this in Kayin school? Kayin has to go to learn how to do the sacrifices, to be the Kabbalists, to do the Avedas, not every Kayin knows how to check a, a, a leprosy and know if it's pure, if it's not pure, if it's clean or not clean. So much so, if you look at today's, you don't have every rabbi that can pass in all the different shilas. And therefore, there are different shilas that need to be brought to different rabbanim, to special rabbanim that have to check in Taras HaMishpacha, etc. And therefore, not every kayin can pass in. What did they do? If the kayin was an ignoramus, they brought a rov. And the Rav, the Rabbi, looked at it and he saw if it was good or not good. 
He then turns to the Kayan and tells the Kayan, pronounce this person good or not good. Clean or unclean. Pure or impure. Wow. What procedure is going on over here? What's happening in this train of chain of command, as we say? So the fact is, Allah is Allah. And basically, Allah belongs to somebody who knows how to pass in Allah. Who knows how to judiciate on Allah. And Allah here being, of course, whether or not this is pure or not. However, bottom line, only a Kayan that has the power of a Kayan who is bestowed upon him, whom on which it's been bestowed, Hamavarech Hesami Yisrael Be'ahava, to bless the Jewish nation out of love. Only a Koyen can deem and say whether or not a person is pure or impure. Stories told Yaqiyesim Mepolone known as the Tildes. He had a very sharp nature. He was a captain, it's called. He was very sharp. Very, very short-tempered, shall we say. To say the least. And uh, it was one of these tell-it-like-I-see-it person. He didn't spare any uh, niceties. No. It bothered him. It bothered him terribly, but he was just one of those people that had one of those eyes. He went to his Rebbe Remendel Vitebsk. He said, Rebbe, this is so disturbing to me. I pushed it, I, 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 can't, I can't deal with it. It's something so difficult, so hard. Please daven for me that it change, that I can improve my way of life. Next time, the Toldus Yaakovese was traveling. He was with a couple of Chassidim on a wagon. And the wagon, they had also baggage. And they were going, and there was was a uh, poor man on the roadside. And they said to him, and he asked, "Guy, please, please have a ride. I'm so walking so many days." And Yaakovisin extended his hand and brought him up, pulled him up, and said, "Sure, but you got a little problem here. We don't have really room, but you can sit on top of the baggage." And he said, "But stay there. It's better than walking." <coughs> he started to travel further. <coughs> Yaakovisin was very concerned, and he says to his guest. Are you okay? I said, fine. A little further, and he says to him, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're comfortable over there? He was already thinking about changing seats with the guy. I'm fine. And then a third time he asks, very concerned, are you sure everything's all right over there? And he says, yes, I'm fine. Ashrei Om Shekocholai. How good it is, says the man, the poor man, 
to a nation that says, this is my lot and I'm good with it, it's fine. All the people, all the other chassidim started laughing. That was a good comeback answer, as we say in America. <laughs> Except for Yaakov Yosef. He wasn't laughing. Yaakov Yosef was rocked to his boots. Yaakov Yosef was shocked. Yaakov Yosef saw this fellow answered his problem, his dilemma. Yaakov Yosef saw this is exactly the situation. Every time something happens, person has to say, <coughs> how great it is for the nation that accepts, understands, and says, this is how it has to be for me. And therefore, I have no reason to be a captain, I have no reason to be upset, or to be angry at anything other than a person, because Hashem Shekoch And this was his life lesson to calm his nature. Focus it on the Pasha, focus a lot on the Pasha. Pasha says here. Now, <coughs> generally, name of Pasha tells us what the Pasha is talking about. Says here. Ishaki says the Yolda Zacha, a woman that will become pregnant and will have a son or a daughter. There it continues. On the eighth day, the Brismila for the boy. <coughs> Sorry, I had to drink hers. So that sounds great. Beautiful Pasha. I want to read this Pasha. I want to learn about childbirth and everything, and the blessings that it brings about. But we look at the Pasha and we say, uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. Um, the whole Pasha talks about. After a few psukim that talk about the birth of a boy or a girl, etc., how long the woman becomes impure, whatever has to happen, begins to talk about leprosy. As we said before. And leprosy is the worst possible impurity. So much so that it says in your mother, if you keep his score at home, it's done him. Samachdalar of the days, 64th side 2. The Yamada tells us, excuse me, Mitzayda Chashav Kemes. A leper, a person has leprosy, struck with leprosy is as if he was dead. Wow. They have to sit on their own. They have to have <laughs> isolation. It's almost as good as COVID. On the outside of the 
encampment. Whereas Tazria is all about life, planting a new child, a new life that comes into the world. So the name of the Pasha refers to the new life that comes into the world. And then the Pasha talks about the person being considered dead because they are a leprosy. They were struck with leprosy. The tailor therefore is hinting what is this all this leprosy about? The punishments of God in general. God only does good. <coughs> God is good and kind and compassionate. He doesn't look to punish anybody. He looks to elevate, to purify. When a person goes through trials and tribulations, it's for their benefit. To take away the clippers that came about from their sins. To purify them. To cleanse them. And bring them to a much higher level. Now, I hear everybody echoing this one and saying, Yesha, good for, easy for you to say. You weren't through, you didn't go through X, Y, and Z, I wouldn't wish it on you. Such a horrific thing, etc., etc. So, how can you talk about punishment? How can you justify punishment? How can you tell me that punishment of any sort from God is good? It hurts. And one thing, two things, people that go through not one punishment, not two, not ten, Days, months, years of torture. And they feel scarred for life. How do you tell me this is good? But we look at the worst of punishments, death, which some people will say that death is not necessarily worse than what they went through. And that's why people like Juan Al-San try to commit suicide. But death is something that God sees to it, that a person goes through when the time comes, and when God feels it fit. And one cannot bring about death to themselves, Juan Al-San However, when a person dies, natural causes. A person dies when God deems that they die. It elevates and purifies the sin to the highest level. And it's worth everything to be able to ultimately 
reach and achieve the goal of the everlasting life in the world to come. We live a world, we live a life, we have our mission in this world, we have our things that we have to do and we don't know which mitzvah it is that tilts the scale for us. We don't know which, what is our mission in this world we need to accomplish. There are so, so many mitzvahs that need to be done. So, so many things that need to happen. But nothing compares to the world to come. And Hashim Yishebolekan V'talmudimiyadei they announce when Rishava comes up, the Rishava comes to Bezin Shemayla, they announce how wonderful it is for the Neshama that came here and has the Torah and the mitzvahs that they accomplished in this world. And they bring it with them. This also, this too, is the inner understanding of these leprosies. The Rambam writes, the end of Hilchus Tumas Seras, and also in his Mishnayis, Pirish Mishnayis, on Negoim, Perikid Beis Mishnayi, only if you keep your score at home. There were these leprosies that were miraculous. And they basically came because of the sin of Lashon Hara. To begin to start, walls in the house became stricken. If the person repented, the walls got cleaned. If the person stood and steadfast in their sins, then the walls had to be taken out. And everything would be changed. Same thing, it went into the leather items in the house. And again, if they repented, it came out. If not, they had to burn it. And the same if the person got stricken on their own, on their own body with leprosy, it too could be healed by the person repenting. So in this vein, we are warned about the different leprosies of a person to which a person needs to repent. Only if this didn't help and the person didn't repent, it goes to the body. If the person reached such a level they need to go out of the camp in order to stay far from any wicked people and other people that speak Lashon Hara. And in this way, hopefully, they will repent and they will do tshuva. And thereby returning to, to the holiness. Therefore we find that the entire purpose 
for these leprosies is to ultimately strengthen the person and give them a new life make them a new creation a pure and elevated creation therefore the Pasha is called Tazria to teach us the actual essence, the inner essence of all these different leprosies on which it's said in the continuation of the Pasha and its mission and its ultimate goal is to plant to give birth to bring about a new birth of life bring about a new strength a Jew that is pure a Jew that is good better than before and this is all about what goes on in our Golas in this Golas we are planting mitzvahs and Maisim Tevim it's not easy we go through a lot of hardships doing so for what? so that we can ultimately praise in the coming of Mashiach the merit that will be given in the time of the Gula is not something that's a separate entity from our Veda the opposite this merit is not only to see to it that we strive and that the light of the mitzvahs that we've planted in the time of Golos but that they grow and that they become they come into fruition and because of Mamesh we'll see all this in our own eyes in the coming of Mashiach as we see that when it says the Pasuk Isha Kisazriya Vyolda Zacha when the woman becomes pregnant and will have a boy the Pasuk is explained by the Erechayim HaKodesh Erechayim is one of the commentaries on the Teda we say Rashi, we say Ramban we say this one, that one, Eklayaka but the Erechayim one is referred to as Erechayim HaKodesh the Holy One that it's a hint on Yisrael to the Gula Isha is Knesset Yisrael Isha is the Jewish nation Sazriyas, the Aveda that Amisrael does in the mitzvahs and Maisen Tevim. And then the end result, we all the Zacha, which is the birth of Geula. The ultimate and final Geula, which is referred to as Zacha. Male. And it will bring about the entire strengths and fortification and therefore we will always stand perpetual we will stand forever on this le- this level and there will never be another exile after and therefore it says in the Medrash all the songs that were sung were sung were in the Lashon of the Keva because after all the songs that were sung ultimately there were other exiles the Shira of Lavai of the future when Mashiach will come Shiru Lashem Shir Chadosh a new song not Kadosha not Shira Chadosha Shem Chugulim 
but she's chodosh masculine. Why masculine? Because this refers to the ultimate geula, which will remain perpetual. Why is it though that Chayisol is compared to woman? The name Isha. called Chava, his wife. Called his wife on the name Kimish Lechazais. Why was she called Isha? Because it was taken from the man. Meish Isha. Which is to say, the name Isha shows the connection and the yearning of the person answer door. I have to act normal. It's in the house after all. Just like the man, the woman was taken from the man, because Baruch call is called Ish, as you know, Hashem Ish Melchama, and Knesset Yisrael that were taken with this, are Echelik Echad Lazer, Mal Mamish. We're part of Hashem, as the Altarev brings down in Tanya. Therefore, we're called Isha. This nickname, as we want to call it, reflects actual yearnings of Am Yisrael, Takadosh Baruch Hu. A Jew in his inner soul yearns and wants to be connected with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There are boundaries which unfortunately restrict the person and they don't allow this to actually fully connect even spiritually. person cannot satisfy their ultimate yearnings. He wants to unite with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's where his neshama comes from, that's where his soul comes from, but he has that missing component still. 
how does this happen? How does it come about that we earn the stripes that we get to this level? Sazria, Isha ki Sazria. Planting is done in the ground. In the Adama. You plant a seed in the air, you throw a seed in the air, nothing can happen to it. Ultimately, it land on the ground, and there it might happen. But in the air, nothing happens. In order for something to actually grow, it needs to be planted within the ground. And so every other spiritual planting of a seed is dafke by a physical doing. Artsis. Doing mitzvahs, down-to-earth mitzvahs. So Yimara tells us if you keep your score at home, Sanhedrin Kuvavam at Beis. Ask a question. The Jew has a complaint, has a question. Rachman Ali Baboy. knows exactly what's going on in my heart. He needs my heart. He needs my my mitzvahs. What's so important to God? My mitzvahs and pale. Therefore, we need to. We can't measure barometer-wise how important each and every one of our mitzvahs and simple deeds, whether it's just saying chumish word for word um, on your own or the recording or whatever it might be, whether it be keeping kosher in, in extenuating circumstances, may whether it be sh- keeping Shabbos in unpleasant environments, etc., each and every mitzvah. What is it doing? What is it accomplishing? We have you joining late today, Mr. Nguyenja. Um What do we accomplish in the mitzvahs? Therefore, This is all an addition. A person whose heart is full of emotion and feelings, they have compassion for the poor person. And they look at them and they go, tisk, 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 even a fourth tisk. And they shed a tear even. But they don't give them anything. (laughs) You've done nothing. Can't pat them on the back, it's not getting them bread. There are two sides to the person's hand. If you put on the back side of the hand, you put something there, it falls off. Only in the palm does something stay. By just tisk tisking and being compassionate and being um pitiful doesn't get the person anywhere only when the person gets a check the person gets money and this is also a time ready to put in the pun of those who are giving unfortunately this year there are 
a million different organizations collecting and the two million giving out, distributing. And uh, we distribute here as well. So it's something that a person needs to understand. And the mitzvah of the day now, although the mitzvah of tzedakah is always, and on Purim, those kalapesh, yad everyone that sticks out their hand, give them. Mayas Chitim is a very, very, very important mitzvah. It's considered, Mayas Chitim means money for wheat, but it's more than just wheat, obviously. It's something that we need to give the person to help the person make Pesach. Um, on a personal level, yesterday I know that I went to the matzah bakery to bake matzahs. The matzahs, the price is astronomical. Chicken, meat, fish is astronomical this year. And if anybody has, and that can help for a fellow Jew, um, and you and have a viable Maizchitim fund that comes to ask you, if you don't have, I can give you an address, or two, or three. It's very, very, very important this year, literally more than ever. And I'm not talking about find a Ukrainian and invite him to Yaseda. <laughs> literally, your neighbors. You know, begin to know how much people are lacking this year. <clears throat> and therefore, when a Jew is Isaac and Tehra Mitzvah, with pale, he plants the seeds. And that seed can grow. This, as we said before, the older Zachar, the Zachar, according to Rechaim HaKodesh, is dafka through putting the stress on the doing of the mitzvahs, the emphasis on putting the doing the mitzvahs, maizis, pepeo mamish. Not to suffice it with intentions, with thoughts, but actually doing it hand and foot and heart and this will bring about the birth and this Kalos Regula Mitzvah Shashtema and to just enumerate for the many different things good things and physical things that bring about the birth of the Nishamas of Mashiach Nishmas Mashiach I'm sorry soul of Mashiach which is the highest of possible levels, Alma de Dechura, which is the world of male masculinity, as it says in Chisachsidus, came to Yelonu, Vikarayv, Mamish, Mamish, Mamish. That's how we should actually be able to plant, and we should be able to fulfill just that. I told the story before, king that used to have a very beautiful tradition to go out and to find out how his subjects lived and he would learn lessons from it and how to cheat, how to treat and how to be how to improve his own life, how to improve the life and the lifestyle of the people and he'd go with his minister they would dress up in plain clothes 
so nobody would notice. And they would And they would learn lessons how to behave and how to act. Bayim, king gets dressed up, and the minister gets dressed up also, realizes time to go. Where are we going? Going to the hospital. Hospital. Okay, what are we going to learn in the hospital? And they come to the hospital, and they walk around, they see a man suffering terrible pain and they ask him what happened to you my friend and he says he was bitten by a a dog with rabies he was bitten by a dog with rabies and um, the pain is excruciating and he's just going through terrible terrible time King said, is there a cure? He says, yes. They take the liver of the dog that bit me, while the dog's still alive, obviously, and they can make a medicine for this. Oh, so you're in luck. No. That was the good news, not a bad news. What's the bad news? When the dog bit me, I got so angry, I took a stone, I smashed its skull, killed it. Okay, so you're not luck. You got no way of healing. No. Okay, and they leave the hospital. And the minister tells the king, "I told you, you're not going to learn anything in the hospital." And the king says, "Of course we did." So what do you mean? I learned from this man to not react immediately. When someone angers me, I shouldn't just put him to death. I have to think it through properly. And the proof is. Had he thought it through and had found out that this was a healing for him, he would have left the dog alive. He wouldn't have killed it. Because he acted on impulse and just reacted, a knee-jerk reaction, killed the dog. Now the consequence for him is so much greater. Whereas, had he not killed the dog... He wouldn't have had that problem. Till it tells us on the eighth day, there's a bris mila. <coughs> on the eighth day, sometimes the child is not well enough. And they have to push off the bris. And people like to know, like to do what's called Mila Bismana in its right time, and when it's not in the right time, people get all upset about it. It's brought down in Rambam. When endangering a life, we push off everything. And we can do the bris later. 
So the pushing off of the bris brings us a little interesting question. We know, however, that the pushing off was according to halacha. But at the end of the day, the eighth day did not go. There was no bris on the eighth day, and the child was uddle that much longer. This this delayed bris brings about that the child would then be circumcised henceforth, but the days before, there's no way to fix. According to the notion of the Rambam, even if you give the bris on a later date, you actually complete the mitzvah, you fulfill the mitzvah, and not only fulfill the mitzvah, but you also do retroactive. It helps for before also, all the time that he went without. That's if they were circumcised on the eighth day. And this we understand the two very deep things here. First of all, Sakanus of danger of life, pushes everything off. And secondly, if it's possible to do it after the time, you're allowed to do it therefore after a time but it still brings up a question how can you have how does something that you do later affect retroactive the Misa in the Tera we have different examples of effects that do an effect retroactively. <laughs> and they bring about totally new entity, new, new situations. But only to purify, to elevate, to establish the true existence, which also goes in the past. However, mitzvah's mila is not from not amongst them. And the fact is that now the person has the bris, and a new, a new a new entity. The fact is, though, that no, that the the action of the bris doesn't make a new situation, a new a new stage in life. It only establishes the actual existence and basis of the Jew. Not the Jew, not the Miller makes the Jew holy. It just brings about the holiness of the Jew's essence. And the Jew did not have that and cannot have that in its full capacity until the bliss is done. The miller takes away from the person all the outside shells that restrain the person from revealing his true holiness. And therefore, a bris that's done later has hashpah from also from retroactive. As soon as you take away the arla, 
it's done a little bit delayed, but it reveals this essence that a Jew, a holy Jew, adds in his existence, and this holiness exists, existed all the time, but before the bris, it was hidden, and now it's revealed. Now we got a clearer picture of the Rambam. You can't bring back a nefesh achas from the world. In addition to the Pirish Apostle, the actual explanation of it, it hints to this that it's impossible for the world to nullify the connection between a nefesh achas Yisrael, one soul of a Jew, that it, whatever the case may be, and Akadish Baruch Hu. For this Kesher is perpetual and stands above all possibilities any kind of change and it reveals and it comes according to the way we say according to the way it's done with the mitzvah of Mila so the mitzvah of Mila therefore implies all the Klaus Avedis Hashem Umalta Mis'arlas Lavavchem and the same two also where one the Taylor says in Devarim should peel off the Arla, the shell of your heart The Jew cannot suffice the fact that he's a Jew at heart, but needs to be bound through and through with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through his actual actions. And then, when once one is clean, and Allah and we peel all this away, then we merit to the Gilead key, the ultimate Revelation, godly revelation of a mol havaya lekecha es levavcha ves levav zarecha. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will peel away and will literally, in literal sense, uh, circumcise your heart and that of your children. With what way? As we said before, the older zachar according to Rechaim Hakadosh, with the geula amitis vashleima yivei Mashiach tzikenu. Remember the three sifrei teira. Davening with three sifritera that Kedish open is another shlav, another step. Um, how much holier, how much greater? All different, not opinions, but people that know, that think, and that understand can tell us about it. And therefore, may our tefillahs be answered, may we merit to the ultimate geula, amitis vashlema, yedei Mashiach, sikena, the Shabbos, as we prepare for Pesach. Shabbat Shalom to all.